0: Because when you allow yourself to step into the gap, which is allowing yourself to be in the unknown without forcing yourself into a direction and allowing yourself to sit in that silence, invention comes from that. In 2024, I have decided that I am closing down. Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. I'm Lauren Francois, human design, mindset, and money expert. I'm a mom of two, entrepreneur for the past nine years, and six-figure earner. I help you, successful, ambitious women, create more success and wealth with more ease by using my unique approach to get you to think and operate in a way that's in full alignment with who you truly are and what you deeply desire. If you're ready to dig into, understand, and remove the blocks that have been holding you back from catapulting yourself forward, you're in the right place. Let's dig into today's episode. Hello gorgeous ladies, welcome back to the show, Lauren Francois here, and I feel like it has been quite a while since I've been behind the mic. You have been receiving episodes every week, but those interviews, I just had three interviews go live back to back, those were all recorded quite a while ago. I am back behind the mic and I have some really big news to share with you. As I record this, it is the middle of December. This will be the last episode that goes live before Christmas and the last episode before the new year. So I'm going to leave you hanging on this big news and we're just gonna dive right in to what I need to share with you today. And I really wanna walk you through what's been going on behind the scenes for the last two-ish months and where we're headed. So I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts, but the last year or so, really a little bit more than a year, I have been on this self-discovery journey in 2021, I had my first six-figure year, and 2022, I had a repeat of that six-figure year, but in 2022, things just started to feel off. They just did not feel aligned in the same way that they had in 2021. What I was doing wasn't lighting me up. It didn't feel like I was living in my purpose, and so I was doing a lot of soul-searching and a lot of self-discovery. And that is actually what led to me relaunching this podcast. So we relaunched at the end of December. We have been so consistent with this podcast this entire year, but as I started to, or continued on this self-discovery journey and I discovered human design in the spring of this year, and I really started to dive into human design, I started to figure out why I was feeling this way. And I learned that I am at the beginning of what's called your Uranus opposition, which is when your life purpose shifts. So if you are into astrology or into human design, your life purpose up until your like 38 to 41, 42 age range lies within your south node. And when I look at my South node, oh my gosh, you guys, it is so in alignment with what I had been doing for the last nine years, eight years. So in alignment. I even read it to one of my close friends and she was like, that is so freaky. But around the age of 40, like 38 to 42, your life purpose shifts from your South node to your North node. And my north node is very different than my south node. And so when I discovered this, I was like, wow, well, that makes sense as to why I'm feeling like I'm going through this identity crisis. I'm going through this purpose crisis. I feel like the things that used to light me up don't light me up anymore. I've created this success and yet it does not feel the way that it used to feel. And so I discovered this really like April, May-ish, and I had this secret desire. I've had this secret desire for a while to just let go a little bit of my business. And I really did that this year. I didn't focus on making money. I really focused focused in on showing up in ways that felt really good to me and really aligned for me. I didn't really care how much money I made, but I had this secret desire this summer to just take the summer off. My kids are six and a half and five now, and this has been my absolute favorite age of theirs. I feel like they are at the stage that I always envisioned loving as a parent. They are starting to get into sports and activities and we can go and do so many different fun things. And I feel as they're starting to get into school, they need me more to help them navigate that and learning and reading and homework and all of those things. So this summer, I was like, you know what? I, I never want to look back on my life with regret, especially when it comes to my kids. I never want to look back and say, I wish I had Not been so focused on my career or not so focused on making more money. And I wish I would have spent more time with my kids at that age. Like that would be, for me personally, that would be my biggest regret in life. I know that would be my biggest regret. And as they grow and our lives get busier with activities and things like that, it really is true. The years go by faster and faster. The time goes by faster. And so I took the summer off, really. All I did was I made sure that one podcast episode went out every week and I focused on my kids. And my intention was that when they would go back to school, I would really dive back in because my daughter started pre-kindergarten this year. It is five full days a week. So she is in school five days a week, all day, just like my son who's in first grade. And so my intention was that in the fall, when they went back to school, I was going to fully dive in to my business because now I would have, you know, the time and the space to do so. And I did that. I did that when they went back to school and something just felt off. So I really started get in, getting into what my friend and podcast producer, Joelle, calls the rigmarole. I think she made that word up, but I love it. I really started to get into the rigmarole of working. And I had set the intention that even though I had five days a week to work all day, that I wasn't going to do that because I did not build this business to work as if I was working a full-time job. That's never been my intention. And even though I set that intention, I found myself doing that. And it came to a point where I was taking a course and the way that person who was leading the course was showing up just felt so out of alignment with how I desired to show up and run my business. And that was like the first red flag where I was like, this is not what I want. This is not how I want to run this business. This does not feel good to me. This is never how I've run my business. And even though the content was really good, it's when I started to question things. And then as I dove in further, even though I was putting in more effort, things just were not clicking. Have you ever felt that way? I've felt that way throughout my business at multiple points where it's, you're working and you're doing the things and it's just not working. It came to a point, I believe it was the end of October. No, probably early, early to mid-November. I think it was before Thanksgiving. It came to a point where something happened and all these things came together. And I was like, this is not working. This is not working. And the definition of insanity is to continue to do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. Something has to change. And so I started to do some more soul searching. I started to dive even deeper into my human design, really understand that shift from the south node to the north node, really start looking at the gene keys and the my incarnation cross and... I was like this, how I am showing up is not in alignment with me anymore. And like I said, I started thinking about, I never want to look back with regret. I'm really enjoying this age with my kids. And I sat down and I talked to my husband and I am not shy in saying that my husband is the breadwinner in our family, despite the fact that I've made six figures the last couple of years, he makes far more than I do. And I said to him, does it even matter to you if I work? Does that take any pressure off of your shoulders? And I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, no, it doesn't. It doesn't matter to me whether you work or not work he said all i want is for you to be happy and i'm almost like tearing up thinking about that because it just was such a gift that he gave me and we had this incredible conversation and from that came this new direction but before i want to before i dive into that i want to talk about my human design a little bit more because I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, but I decided that even though I'm certified in human design and I know more about human design than probably 99.9% of the population, sometimes when you're looking at your own chart, right, you just don't quite see it the way someone else would see it. This is why business coaches hire business coaches, right? Because sometimes we just can't help ourselves. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to have the woman who I'm doing this human design certification through I'm going to have her read my chart for me because I really want to get like a deeper understanding of this. And when she read my chart, everything just clicked into place after having the conversation with my husband and sitting with this and doing the soul searching and feeling into this, riding my emotional waves and then having her confirmed so much through reading my chart, I was like, I know my new path. But if you're new here, in human design, I am a manifesting generator and I have the manifesting generator channel, which is the 3420 channel, which also makes me more of a manifester than a generator. Most manifesting generators are more generator energy than manifester energy but if you have that channel defined, you're more manifester energy. And the manifester is the initiator. They are meant to initiate things. They're the trailblazers. They're the leaders. They're the ones who step out into the unknown. They're always like two steps ahead of everybody. And I've always felt that energy within me. The other thing that manifestors do is they initiate, but they're not meant to see things all the way through to the end. They're meant to initiate, they're meant to get things going, and then they're meant to turn it over to the generators of the world to complete. And manifesting generators have the energy to do both. We have the energy to initiate and the energy to see things through to the end, but I've always felt that manifester energy stronger. The other thing about manifestors is because they're trailblazers, because they're leading the way, because they are forging that new path, they're not, they don't want to be doing what everyone else is doing. And that is so me. (laughs) Like I want to do my own thing. I don't care what anyone else is doing. And when I initiate, once everyone else catches up and like people start, a lot of people start doing the thing that I'm doing, I don't want to do it anymore. And a, a really funny example of this is even with my car. I bought a, well, new to me car in 2018. I had got a Cadillac Escalade ESV and it was white. And prior to that, I had a black Mercedes SUV and I got white because I felt like everyone had a black car. And so I like to be different. I want to be different. I don't want to be like everybody else. And so I wanted a white car. Over the five years of me having that car, everybody started buying white cars. And I just like everyone I knew had a white car. And so this year when I was looking for a new car, I told my husband, I'm like, I don't want white. Everybody has white. I don't want to be like everybody else. And so I ended up getting not a black car, but like a dark blue gray car because I'm like, I want to be different. And so that is very much manifester energy. And then the manifesting generator energy is like constantly bouncing around, like doing all different things. As a manifesting generator, we are multi-passionate. We are interested in so many different things. And Eden Carpenter, who is the one who did my human design chart reading for me and is the one that I took the certification through, gave such a beautiful example of a manifesting generator that I want to share with you guys. So if you've ever seen the movie Up, it's this cute, di- I think it's Disney. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's Pixar. I don't know. I don't know who made the movie Up, but it's a really cute movie. And in the movie, the this older man and this little boy float this house away uh, and go on this adventure. But the way that the house floats is by balloons. And so she used this balloon analogy and she said, you know, most people in the world, if they're going to try and float a house away or float, lift a house up using balloons, they're going to do it in an orderly fashion, right? Like you start at one end and you fill all the balloons in a row. Then you go back to the next end and you fill all the balloons in a row. She goes, but at some point there's going to be more balloons filled on one side than the other and the house is going to tip and eventually it'll level out but it's going to tip she said manifesting generators will fill one balloon here one balloon there one balloon over there one balloon over there they will fill the balloons in no particular order it will look like chaos to the people around them because they're not going in a perfect line, they're not going in a pattern, it's just like all over the place. But she goes, what ends up happening is, because it's even, the air is evenly distributed through the balloons that are sporadically spread out, the house ends up lifting up faster. And she said, that is the perfect analogy for a manifesting generator. So if you're a manifesting generator, I have gifted this analogy to you from Eden Carpenter. She said, manifesting generators to outside world, it looks like they're all over the place. It looks like it's chaos. It doesn't make sense the way that they do things. However, because they're constantly following that sacral center, it ends up that even though it looks chaotic, their process looks chaotic and disorganized, they end up achieving what they desire faster because it ends up being more level, if you will. And so that really stuck with me. So I have this, I'm a manifesting generator who's multi-passionate, who um, loves to learn about all these different things. And I have that manifestor energy. And I'm also a 1-3 profile. So a 1-3 profile is the only profile with two personal lines, which means that I am very individualistic i'm very independent there's a lot of individuality in my chart i have a personal karma i'm really meant to be here to learn things for myself and the one line is the researcher and this is very much in alignment with me i love researching i love learning i did really well in school It's the person who wants to just learn. And I could not agree with that more. I just want to learn about all these different things. And then the three line is the adventurer. It's trial and error. It's trying all these different things. This need for adventure, this need for trial and error, this need for all these different experiences, coupled with my manifestor energy, coupled with my manifesting generator type which is multi-passionate, like, I am not meant to just do one thing. I am meant to experience such a wide variety of things in this life. And I'm going to, at some point, get bored with the things that I'm doing. And it's going to feel like it's time to move on to the next thing. And so everything in me is saying that it's time to move on. It is time to step into a new chapter. And so with that being said, come January 1st, I am putting my entire business on pause. Other than what I'm doing with my current clients, I will be seeing those contracts through. This podcast will stop. My working will stop. And I am stepping into what the gene keys refers to with this particular gate that I have stepped into within my North node is the gap. And within the gap, there is incredible opportunity because when you allow yourself to step into the gap, which is allowing yourself to be in the unknown without forcing yourself into a direction And allowing yourself to sit in that silence, invention comes from that. And so in 2024, I have decided that I am closing down. I am closing down this business. I am closing down everything that I have done for the last nine years. And it's time to step into something new. I have always worked So this might seem like an easier path, right? To go from working and pushing yourself to reach those next goals and make more money and all that to stepping back, slowing down, embracing that silence, embracing the unknown, being okay in that gap. It might seem that's easier. For me, that is not easier. For me, this is terrifying because this goes against the identity that I have embodied for basically my entire life. This goes against all these beliefs that I had about who I was, was who I was meant to be, what I was meant to do. And so I have always worked. That's what's comfortable to me. I was valedictorian of my high school class. I had a very high GPA in college. I graduated with my bachelor's of science in psychology. I did all of the requirements for pre-med. I got a minor in business. From there, I went and worked in corporate America for three years. Then I worked, went and worked for my family's business for five years. While I was doing that, I started my online health and fitness business, then turned that into a full-time income, had kids, juggled raising babies while also running that business. And I've been juggling those things up until this point. And it's always been work, take care of the kids, work, take care of the kids, work, take care of the kids. And I'm not complaining about that. I have created the most incredible life for myself. My husband has helped me create this life. And my work was never full-time work. I made great money. I made a full-time income without working full-time. And, but I always worked and that's who I thought I was. I had this identity and I want to go into this and I want you guys to know that this is not coming from a place of degrading anybody. What I'm about to say, these are just beliefs that I had and that I had to work through in order to make this leap. I've never been afraid to shake things up and to go after what I want. This is not the first time that I have pivoted. This is not the first time that I've leaped into the unknown. I always thought I was going to be a doctor. I did all the requirements for pre-med and I started taking the MCAT class my last semester of college, my last semester of my fourth year of college. And after a few weeks in, I was like, I don't want to do this. This is not what I want to do. And even though that's what I had been working up to my entire life, called my parents and I said, "I'm not doing it. I'm not going to go to med school. This is not what I want. I know this is what I said I want, but this is not what I want. And I'm not doing it. And I stayed in school for an extra year and got my minor in business. Even though all of my friends were moving to Milwaukee or Chicago after college, I was like, I don't want to move there. Again, the manifester energy. I was like, I want to move to LA. I know one person in LA, but I want to move to LA and I'm going to go into business. And so I moved to LA and then I was in LA for three years. And I was like, you know what? This is not for me. This corporate America thing is not for me. LA is great, but it's not for me anymore. I'm going to move back. And I called my dad and I said, Hey, do you think I'd be good at what you do? Because he owns a construction business and he was floored. He's like, I never in a million years thought that you would want to do this. I was like, you know what? i want to give it a try. So I picked up my life. I moved back to Wisconsin. I started working for my dad in the very male-dominated construction industry, and I excelled at that. And I did that for three years, and then I started dating my husband. And I had to move. moved away because we didn't live by each other. And so when I moved away, the possibility of taking over my, ba- my dad's business kind of went out the window. And that's when I found network marketing. And I stepped into network marketing, even though so many people had negative things to say about network marketing and said it was a scam and said it was a pyramid scheme and all these things. And network marketing was such a huge blessing in my life. It allowed me to quit working for my dad. It allowed me to stay home with my kids. It created a great income for me that I could do at home on my own time. It was something I was passionate about. And it introduced me to entrepreneurship and being in network marketing is what ultimately led me to launching my coaching business. And so I have pivoted many times in my life. I have shifted my identity many times in my life, but I think what often happens is that we get comfortable with where we're at. We get comfortable and we feel like we've put in so much effort to get there that it would be a waste if we pivoted. It would be a waste if we changed, right? So we feel like we can't. We feel like I've I've done all this work to get here. This is what I said I always wanted. This is who I said I was. And so many women just continue on that path because they're like, this is who I said I was. This is what I said I wanted. And we fear pivoting. But I had to look at myself and say, you've never feared pivoting in the past. Don't start now. You've got to go for it. And you can't just keep doing something just because that's what you've always done. And that's who you said you were. And so as I said, as I started to really consider stopping what I'm currently doing, And really stepping into just gap, this unknown. I have no idea what I'm going to do, you guys. I have no idea. I am basically becoming a stay-at-home mom for who knows how long. I have no idea. I personally don't think this is where I will end up because of the manifesting generator in me, because of the energy I have, because I have to be doing things that light me up. I believe that I will work in some capacity, but I don't know what that is and I'm not going to rush it. But there, I had a lot of limiting beliefs around stepping into that role. So I've had to do a lot of identity work around this. I've already had to do money mindset work around this. And I've really had to dig in and shift some of these things in order to make this leap. Now, like I said, this is not meant to be demeaning of anybody. I'm just sharing with you some of the things that I have had to work through. One of the big things was that I believed, I've always had this desire to be someone that other people are inspired by and someone that other people look up to. And I've always desired to be that confident, bold woman who is powerful. And I associated that with being successful in a career, whether that's right or wrong. That's what I associated that with. I've really had to shift how I think about that with becoming someone who is not an entrepreneur. This is how I've defined myself for so long. And so Honestly, one of the beliefs that I've had to work through is that by stopping working, I'm not wasting my intelligence, which is crazy to say out loud, but I hope nobody takes that in the wrong way. It's just a belief that I had that if I'm a stay-at-home mom, I'm wasting my intelligence. I'm wasting my knowledge. I'm not helping in the way that I should be helping. No one's going to look at me as a powerful woman anymore. Nobody is going to look at me as this like force because now I'm and I hate saying this. Now I'm just a stay-at-home mom and it's not a just thing. Like when you're a mom, you know how much work it is to be a stay-at-home mom. I've always said that staying home and raising my kids is the hardest thing that I have ever done. I think any mom can attest to that, but society doesn't look at it that way. And so I had to start really working through those beliefs and reframing that and rewriting how I viewed this and rewriting that I can still be a force. I can still be an inspiration. I can still be powerful. I can still be incredibly knowledgeable and intelligent and be a stay at home mom or whatever I end up being. So that's something I really had to dive into and rewrite. Um, Also money beliefs. I've always worked. And even though I've not been the breadwinner, there's something about being in control of bringing in money that feels very comforting to me. And so I've had to really work through limiting beliefs I've had around letting go of that control and believing that money can still flow in the most abundant ways in incredible ways and unexpected ways, which it always has. But for some reason, I felt like when I work, I have more control. And so I've really had to start working through those beliefs. And I really do feel like I told my friend this, I feel like my next lessons with money are learning how to do this, learning how to stay at that level of abundance when I'm not working, learning how to open myself up to other ways of money flowing in. Like I said, it's always been there, but for some reason I had this belief. I've really had to lean into radical self-trust. I have really had to lean into surrender. I have really had to lean into slowing down, which is so hard in the society that we live in. There are times when I feel lazy. I feel lazy. And I've had to work through that slowing down doesn't mean I'm lazy just because I'm not working like that doesn't mean I'm lazy just because I'm not doing all of those things doesn't mean I'm lazy. But the most beautiful thing that has come from this, because I have really started to lean into this the last month or so behind the scenes. And you guys have probably noticed a shift if you follow me on social media, I'm sure you've noticed a shift, I've not been talking about business other than, you know, sharing these podcast episodes is that in giving myself this space in really slowing down and surrendering in working through all of these limiting identities and beliefs, I have felt so taken care of. I am taking care of myself. I feel taken care of by my husband. And because I feel so taken care of, it makes me want to turn around and take care of other people so that they can feel so taken care of. Like I know what it feels like to feel this and I want other people to feel this. So I feel like this new side of me, like this new motherly side of me has come out where I want to cook these amazing meals for my family. And I want to have these incredible relationships with women around me. And I want to help them and I want to support them in in a way that I've never supported women before. And then in turn, they like support me. And it's just, it's become this beautiful cycle. And I'm so excited to lean into this further and to see what this holds. And I've already made some moves that feel in alignment for me. And the other thing I just wanted to say before we wrap this up, because this is already longer than I thought it was going to be, but... You know, this year I really shifted away from social media. That was part of relaunching this podcast is I've never I have never been one that loves social media. I can honestly say that. Prior to starting my online my network marketing business, I was never on I was not one of those people who was on social media. Like I went on Facebook to see what other people were doing, but I never posted on Facebook. I When I started my business, Instagram didn't even exist, which dates me back in 2014. But I was never one who was in love with social media. And the reason I started to be on social media was for my business, but it never like fully clipped. I hear people who are very successful talk about their love for social media and it's just never been me, but I've done it. But I feel like it got to a point And this was quite a while ago where it was like, it's not working because I don't love it. And so I don't want to put the extra effort in. I don't want to learn more about it. I don't want to spend more time on it because I don't love it. And it's almost like I do, I would do the bare minimum because I didn't love it. And, but I've always done it. You guys, I've been so consistent. I have shown up in some way on some sort of social media platform for the last nine years consistently. And I'm going to stop. And that feels so good to say. So like I said, this podcast is going to be done after this episode. And my Pinterest is going to be done. I'm not really on Facebook much. And I've really cut back on my Instagram because I just have this deep desire to just live my life in the present moment and really live and not live my life on social media not share everything that i'm doing not try to sell everything that i'm wearing or i just i don't like artificial intelligence i don't like things that are not real and i think it takes away from the beauty of life and with kind of closing down this business, I'm really giving myself permission to just live, just live my life and not feel like I need to share my life, not feel like I have to show up. It's just not who I am. There are people who love social media. I was actually just on threads last night and I was looking at someone that I know. I was looking at their threads and it was like, I just love showing up here. And I just, and they were just talking about random things And the thought that I had to myself was I never think that there is never a point where I'm like, I just want to go on threads and just share what I'm doing or ask a question or think or share what I'm thinking. Like that thought does not ever come to my brain. (laughs) Like it doesn't, I just want to live like I want to live my life. I don't want to share my life anymore. I just want to live it. And if I have moments where I do want to share cool things that we're doing or whatever, I will go on and share. So I'm not going to disappear completely, but I just don't want the pressure of feeling like I have to, right? And I don't want to feel like I have to teach and I have to share and I have to share value. Like I said, I just am entering this phase where I just, I want to live the most beautiful, glorious life. And I just want to live it. And I want to cherish it and I want to cherish this time with my kids. And I don't want to look back with regret and say, I wish I would have slowed down when they were that age because that age is such a cool age. I don't ever want to say that. And so here we are. Here we are. I am leaping into the unknown. I have no idea what 2024 is going to hold. It was so funny. I was on a peer mentor call for MBA the other day and the wonderful, woman facilitating the call was like, I want you guys to share what your word is or your intention is for 2024. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I was like, I feel like it's open and it's unknown and it's this gap and it's, I don't know. And that feels so freeing. Honestly, it feels so freeing to just be like, I just want to see where life takes me. So I'm going to wrap this up with that. I just want to say thank you to all of you who have been such loyal listeners. I appreciate you. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. I hope that I brought you value. I hope that you learned things from me. That was always my intention. I appreciate you showing up. I appreciate the support you've given me. Thank you to everyone who has bought something from me, who has trusted me to guide them my clients, you guys are so special to me. I love you so much. I am so grateful for you. I feel beyond blessed and honored that you chose me to support you, that you trusted in me. It is just, it is, I can't put it into words how much it means to me, the caliber of women that trusted in me guiding them. And oftentimes I I was floored at the level of women who put their faith in me. I was like, wow, I like, why me? Sometimes that imposter syndrome is very prevalent in manifesting generators, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. If you want to continue to keep in touch with me, head on over to Instagram, follow me there. I will be popping in and out when it feels right when i have something that i want to say or something that i want to share i wish you guys nothing but the best i hope that the rest of 2023 is just beautiful for you i hope you take time to slow down and really just be present in the moments present with the people that matter most to you and i i'm excited for what 2024 holds for all of us i'm excited to see what all of you end up doing and yeah if you ever want to chat just hit me up on instagram shoot me a dm like i said i will still be over there and i would love to chat with you so this is goodbye for now and i hope you have a great holidays thank you again thank you thank you thank you this has been a wild ride this year and yes with that I will bid you adieu. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, had a breakthrough or an aha moment, be sure to share it with me through a rating and review on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are what help the podcast reach more women who want to create more success and wealth with more ease. If you aren't already following me on social media, be sure to follow me at Lauren underscore Francois for more tips, wisdom, and behind the scenes content. And don't forget to check out the show notes for any links referenced and the current ways we can work together. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to connect in our next episode.